You need to put that at the beginning. Huh? I said you need to take that clip and put that at, like how you put shit at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, start it off with that. <laughs> what? Ta-da! Simone, Billie Jean, not my lover, just a girl. And since I am the one, the kid can't be my son. Hoo-hoo, I'm gay, not mine. Hee-hee, where'd you get that come? Where'd you get it from? Can't be from me. I don't like vagina. Hee-hee. We was going to start the show or not? Nah? Ho-ho. OMG. <laughs> Welcome to the Kelly Show podcast. I go by the name of Erica the Second, and here is where we decide who we get to love and who we want to take that ass to Red Lobster. What? Beyonce. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Queen did, B. Where did that come from? Oh yeah, we gonna get into it with the entertainment news. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get into that. But Beyonce, yeah. I mean, I, this got something to do with the whole uh, Amari thing. Oh no, no, actually, two separate things. Oh okay, yeah, okay, okay, um, okay, two word. separate awards. Um, Beyonce actually killing award season right now. But yes, 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 uh, it all has to do with Beyonce, Queen B. Ready for some new music? Anytime you are, but. Probably be the end of the year. You know, just out of nowhere. Snaps. World stop. Mm-hmm. Carry on. But no, of course, I have dub I double. <laughs> I can't get enough of it, man. <laughs> that's that's my ish right now. What's right going now. on? What's going on? She will for will, aka he will for real, aka we spill for bills. I thought it was supposed, I thought it was supposed to be something new. Every time you come. No, right? I think I'm just gonna stick with that. Cause if I start so, switching it up too much, I'm gonna forget it. So what's spill for bills? Uh, spill is like, it's like you uh, made my best friend leak. <laughs> <laughs> nah. No, that's not the same thing. No, not that kind of spill. Is like you know you might spill words or something like that. You know oh, what I mean? and then bills is like money. Spill a flow. Right, I might just spill a little. You know what I'm saying? So I dig it. Spill for bills. Yo, yo, for real. The African American community, when it comes to lingo, we are so creative, and yeah, I love. It'd be hard to keep up with y'all niggas it, sometimes. It, I ain't gonna lie to you. It really is. The other day, I was on Twitter. And who was I? I think I was talking to Elliot. I think that's who I was talking to. I can't remember. Who was I, who was I talking to? I don't know who you were talking to. It wasn't Elliot. It's um. We'll go with Elliot. No, it wasn't Elliot though. It's um. Dang, it's Ian's best friend. He's from Charleston. Elliot. Elliot. He lost a lot of weight. Uh, he might have. Yeah. Look, short dude. Yeah, that's Elliot. Elliot. Elliot okay. Is there another person named Elliot that we know? I don't know who you okay. know. Okay, well, I guess I'm talking about Elliot. But we was on Twitter and we were talking about um, somebody said, "What's better than sex?" And 
he had tweeted wings and okay. I had um tweeted him back asterisk lemon pepper wings. Cause you know when you use the asterisk is to correct somebody. Right, right. And he was like, facts. And I said, and I replied back, all caps. And he replied back, no, you mean no cap. And I was like, no, what I mean is I'm that old, and I just told Twitter how old I am. Okay, yeah, because, yeah, when you said all caps, I get why you would say, say that, that, but then you can't say cap, cap now. Cause ex- cap. Exactly, because I, I meant all caps, like, you know, he like said you facts. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. He, then he was like, no, no it's no, no cap. cap. And I was like, oh, we're, okay, I got it, I got it. You know, I'm pushing 30, so... It's time. It's time for me to stop it's, keeping up with the lingo. It's I'm right, almost man. done. You work at Liz. You do a lot of capping. Uh, no, no, no. See, this is why you don't spill for bills right now. That that wasn't it, Will. No, that's what people say though. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. They're, it's like if somebody capping why? or something. If somebody capping, like, oh, bro, you must work at Liz. All that, all that capping you doing. That's because Liz. They, you get it. You go to Liz, you get a cap or a hat. No, uh, yeah, I get it, but that's it's that's too much. That's just what's in the streets right now. It it can't be. All right, so we get first of all, let's let's get into the streets. Let's go ahead and um get this um very sad news out the way. Um, and if you're listening, you're we're recording now, but um this might sound old news when they hear it, but it's definitely yeah. up to date. Happened today on this Sunday, literally um, 20, 20, 20 minutes ago. Minutes ago. Um, L.A. rapper Nipsey Hussle was shot six times in front of his store, and he did not make it. At the age of 33, right. he passed away. And it's sad, man. Definitely, you know, prayers up to the family. And then it was, like, two other people that got shot also. So, yeah, so I know they're not going to be the headlines of the story, but also, you know. Yeah. Which um, we're, we'll, I'll do further research on that because I know a lot of people – you know, Nipsey Hussle is a big figure, and um, right. it's no secret that I, I do not condone Nipsey Hussle at all. Like I've said it 101 <laughs> times on this podcast, but the one thing I will never do, no matter how I feel about a person, I'll never wish malice on a person, death, anything like that, because I think life is worth living, whether I like you or not. You know, I don't know that man from a can of paint. He right. doesn't know me. I just have my opinion. But either way, still sad news. Praying for Lauren London, who's his um, current girlfriend, and yeah, the child that they time. leave behind. So the child he left behind. So you know, prayers for prayers for everybody, especially in LA. LA is about to be a zoo because you know he was um he's he's a crip, right? Yeah, but <laughs> it kind of depends on you know what they say the cause of the shooting was and all that. If it was like gang related or something just he had going on. You know, it's people with their conspiracies about him, you know, the the documentary he's working on or was working on mm-hmm. for uh, Dr. Sibi, who... Um, Sibi, do you know any more information about that? Because actually when um you and my big bro, Mr. J. Woods, was telling me about it, I was kind of went over my head. Basically, he was like a... Um, See, I don't have too many details on it, but basically he was, like, real big on natural healing. Like, he claimed to have found, I believe, a cure for AIDS and or cancer. One of the two. Oh. He claimed he had found a way um, through natural healing processes, things like that. And he was working on, I believe, like, spreading that or getting that out there. And then he actually, I think, was 
he died under, I guess, questionable causes, I believe, something like that. Okay. Damn. I and mean, then Nipsey was doing working on a documentary about the work he was doing. Okay. So that's why people are saying, oh, this could be in connection to what Nipsey was working on. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. I don't think my listeners need to know how I've already made 101 jokes about this. So I'm just letting them go because yeah, I don't, I don't, time, Eric, yeah, I don't deal well with death. I'm very awkward. So I try not to laugh and make jokes, but. It's a sad, it's a sad, so, but, you know, uh, uh, try not to, try not to, trying to. Uh, All right, next subject. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay. Yes. Yes. Next, next subject. Cause I just, man, these young cats, man, no laws. Nah, nah, this, no, it's no, a, all, like all of the old street rules or street code, all, all of that is. Yeah. Like Lil Wayne said, it's a lawless game. It's crazy. But um Jesse Smollett still talking about him, you Again? know. Yeah. Um, you know, free, sixteen counts gone. Oh, we didn't talk about that last episode. I'm not sure we did, so I'm just bringing it back up to kind of go into something else. So, um, you know, he forfeited ten thousand dollars, which means he paid ten thousand dollars for it to all be over with in community service. Mm-hmm. And now you know the mayor of Chicago is pissed off. Uh-huh. It's pissed off Like he shouldn't have got it If he wanted to tell the truth He should have taken his day in court mm-hmm. He went and He thoroughly expressed how upset he was In the police force They're upset because they did all this work And I'm thinking to myself If y'all did this much work For all the children That die in your city every day Y'all might get somewhere But y'all are worried about a man That lied Like I don't I still don't think he lied But even Honestly, if he I have no clue at this it, point. And it doesn't I matter. Just, I, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't matter because even like I said, even if he did lie, it is just a lie. Nobody died, nobody was harmed, none of that. He's just a high profile person. So I think so they think they need to have a high pro, a high yeah, profile gotta, rebuttal. Kind of an example. Exactly. Yeah. And no, that's not the case. Like you need you are working for the public. You're for the people. Jesse Smollett is going to go on with his day. And yet, you still talk you, nothing about the violence or even the crooked cops you all have. You know, shit y'all got to keep on the down low. Crazy. And I, it, it sickens me. But what sickens me more is that now that Donald Trump is cleared of everything, he's going after Jesse Smollett. He, oh, really? He has the FBI and the DOJ going after him trying to figure out what happened. The FBI? The, I mean, you know Trump probably in the White House board. He ain't, you know, ain't nothing really going on right now. He's that's ridiculous, though. That's ridiculous. You're using resources for nothing. 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 I mean, it's Trump. What do you expect? He didn't commit, uh, we'll say this. He did, like, I don't. I still don't think he committed a crime. And I know a lot of people think I'm biased because I am. And I still want and I still believe him. Not want to. I still believe he did nothing wrong. You know? Because he has been consistent. There isn't he hasn't told a different story from top to bottom. You know? There's been some little details that I I guess, but you know, at the end of the day, that's a free man. Let it go. I mean, yeah, it's let it go. And but also another thing that I saw, especially on black Twitter, a lot of black people are upset that he's let go. And I'm thinking to myself, Y'all. Where did you see that? 
like all over. Just they type, were mad that he got off. Mad that he got off. I mad that he got off. I don't think I saw that. I mean, but you know, a lot of people don't believe him. You know, black yeah, and white. I mean, a lot I of people don't believe him. Yeah, so that, they believe that him getting off is just not right. And I'm thinking to myself, no, and I mean, no, no offense, none whatsoever. But as much as we see white privilege being happening everywhere and for people to get and for white people, especially to get off on things that would never, never go in our community, never fly right, in our right. community. Y'all are mad. Like, let that man have the dub and go on with our lives. I don't know. I, I mean, I'll take your word for it, but I hadn't seen that. But yeah, kind of like you saying, I feel like if anything, people would be, even if they thought he did it, would be happy he got off just because, oh, well, shit, he black. All right, good. Exactly. Exactly. But I mean. Like OJ. It, it, <laughs> the black mecca of getting off of anything. So even though it's crazy how he got off of that murder, but still went to jail for something. What well, because he's stupid. Was it tax evasion? No, uh, he he robbed some people. Oh yeah, I'm just like OJ, chill out, man. Yeah, like you you beat the case one. It's like with Tanashi. Uh, I'm about to call him Tanashi. Jeez, Tanashi six nine. He'll Tanashi. never let you get the chance, stupid. If you get off one case, you gotta relax. Relax. Niggas be trying to do too much. Like, and it's, bro, you you beat. Granted, t- I mean, he not black, but now I'm just talking about people doing right. stupid shit. But like, you beat the case once, you go home, relax, make your money, and just chill. Nah, y'all niggas want to be on the scene and doing shit and going for, like R. Kelly said, y'all trying to goddamn double jeopardy. <laughs> Hog tie. Oh, you know it all time. Oh, see, I ain't see that part of it. Well, the whole time. That man. I don't know what a cult is, but I know I don't have one. Oh, my God. Okay. Speaking of other criminals, Cardi B. <laughs> man. <laughs> Tough week for her. Surviving Cardi. Surv- <laughs> Hashtag. Um, a lot of people are taking sides, of course. You know, a lot yeah. of people are coming to her defense. Because of the environment that she grew up in, and Cardi B announced that. No, I'm not rolling. Oh, what you mean? No, I'm li- I'm listening. Oh, to I was saying I, what I was saying was Car- Cardi B. I don't know why celebs think they have to put everything on there because you know the reason why people love her so much is because she's so upfront and honest about right. everything, and certain things it's kind of like. Why are you even telling on yourself? That part of your life is over. Just let it go. Or write it in a book. You know, like Superhead. But I like, think that's a that's an old clip I think somebody went back and found. Damn. That kind of sucks, too. I thought it was new because, you know, she still looks the same. Like, she still be having, you know, that fresh-faced, I don't look like anything, video no, clips think, everywhere. I think, so. I think she said that clip is like three years old or something Damn. like that. I ain't hear about that. But the clip said that she used to have sex and drug people to steal from them, men especially. And people are saying that that's wrong. You know, there is. Then people, um, people are saying that it happened to me from Cardi B. There was one that went viral, but he retracted it, said it was a lie. But uh, in my opinion, wrong is wrong. Like it I knew, is. I knew the environment that she she grew up in, and you know, hers was it's a hard night life. Y'all don't know me and what I had to go through, baby girl. There were options. Like you don't have to use drugs 
and your private parts to steal from anybody. And you should never steal, bottom line, point blank. You or should, drug people. Or drug people. You know, or use sex to get what you want. You know. I'm just saying you got to. I. I, I know you probably were excited to see cancel Cardi. I know you're First a Cardi of all, hater, no, oh, I am not a I'm Cardi saying, hater. You know, niggas, I'm not, niggas was on Ross. Yeah, they were. And I don't hate Ross and I don't hate Cardi. Like, I've already explained that. And I'm not going to explain it again. But it's, like I said, it is sad what she did because I'm a true believer in you have choices. There could have been plenty of times I could have made that same choice she did to do whatever to whoever. But I don't believe in that shit, so I didn't do it. Like, you know, you have choices, make them. You made the wrong choice. That's not cool, man. Like, cancel Cardi. Cardi, Co- um, what is it? Somebody called her Cardi Cosby. Oh yeah, I was like, Cardi damn. Cosby, Cardi Kelly. Car- well, no. Whoa. No. What? Oh, Cardi Kelly. But yeah, he he ain't drug no, people. Yeah, yeah. He just manipulated people. Which I mean, technically, you think about it, that's what she did with sex. So no, she drugged him. That's a little different. She, uh, well, she said she had sex and drugged. So I wouldn't say that the two were done at the same time. Maybe they were. No, maybe they were. If you're gonna drug somebody and have sex with them, you're gonna drug them first. That way, True, by the time but, the sex is but done, what I'm saying is, she could have done them separately as well. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get. I, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I think like a man going up to you and be like, "Yo, you want this? Come get it." Women don't really go for that. Men, on the hand, we're sexually driven. So when no, uh, women are definitely sexually. They're driven. sexually driven, but it doesn't. Dr- what am I trying to say? Their sexual intelligence, in my opinion, is just higher than ours. It's way higher. Yeah. So when, like oh, I said, saying like yeah, they yeah. Pick, they pick and choose their spots better. Right. Like when, like I said, if a man were to go to a woman and be like, "Yo, come get on this salami," no, that's oh, not what's happening oh, in, in today's time. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, but also, if a girl goes up to a man and be like, "Yo, you want the box?" That's easy. That's easy. Yeah. yeah why wouldn't I? Like. You know, my girl at home, or I ain't got nobody, I'm single, shit. So, you know, go go to what you call it, tear it up, fall asleep. She steals what she got to steal, and she out. So, necessarily, I don't think she needed the drugs. And you know the way that Cardi B looks and all of that, like, yeah. And some would call it prostitution, too. So, Well, I, yeah, that's, that's yeah, prostitution. The only thing is, she's pimping out herself, so it's kind of like. Yeah. I mean, she was she was selling pussy. She should have should have sold I, something I, to Robert Kraft. No, what? Chill out. I'm no, just saying that no. would have been a nice little lick to hit. No, 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 no. And it would have been a nice little lick to hit. But she was already rich and famous by the time her and Robert got on that fucking stage together. So it's fine. But actually, I haven't heard anything about Robert Kraft in a while. What happened with that? You know, uh, I'm I'm not sure. I haven't been following it. I Damn, been up on my. It's a great day to lately. be a patriot. No matter what you do, yeah, yeah, you're good to go. Deflate a ball, you know. Have sex, go to a massage parlor, have I a mean, happy ending. I don't ending. think nothing wrong, was wrong with what he did. He just bought a I, little I, pussy. I don't think. I don't think that's. Last time I checked, that's not what he did. Like last time I checked, he just went to a massage place and got a masseuse. And you know, masseuse is somebody that gives you a happy ending, but I think it's illegal. Like I think being no, a masseuse that's is definitely 
Illegal? Is being a masseuse, a masseuse illegal? No, being a masseuse is the person. A masseuse is the person who gives a massage. Right. A happy ending it, is some extra shit. Shit. Okay. That's okay. illegal. Okay. Okay. To pay for. Yeah. I guess in certain so. states. Which, honestly, truly, in my opinion, I don't know why because it's kind of like you rubbing on every other part unless you know. I mean, if that wanted to come in a package, I don't see why it couldn't. Literally, that person's on that table, butt-ass naked, with nothing but a towel on, and you can well, choose. you have shorts on. I, I guess I've never I had mean, a massage. I've had massages before. I normally have, like, basketball shorts on. Nah, it's like, that's like me going into a sauna with clothes on. I don't know how people do that. I can't do I it. Just, I feel like it'd be a little, at least with massage envy, I feel like it would be a little... Awkward for them. I mean, and I'm sure some people are in their ass naked, but I'm just not. One that of those that people. would be me because when I just think it's a, it's appropriate to do so. Like they're supposed to get all the kinks out. They can't do that with your basketball shorts on. It just doesn't make sense to me. But either way, like if you are butt naked on that table, I don't understand why if you want that happy ending, why that couldn't be. Like you're getting I mean, a massage. Be a, it'd be a great time for one. I'm not knocking it. Yeah, but so it's illegal in certain I, states. I guess so. But hey, that's just what I think. You Should've know, went to Vegas. Should've went to Vegas. Amen. Or Amsterdam. Yeah, red light district. You know, all is legal. So, but um, moving on. Shaq is the new face of Papa John's. I'm not even gonna. For real? Yeah. So you know they're trying to clean up their image after homeboy used the N word in a company conference call. But the funny thing was, he used it, but he was talking about somebody else saying it. Not that he should have used it. But it was funny because he was like, he was like, oh, but Colonel Sanders or somebody, Colonel Sanders, somebody used to call black people niggers. Oh, why would you? He could have just said the N word. Yeah, he shouldn't have said like, it. Like, he shouldn't have know. said it at all. Like, you just cost yourself millions just because you wanted to. Well, I mean, technically, he's still the CEO, right? Or no, no he stepped no. down. Yeah, yeah. They, okay. they're going through like a little hostile situation right now with kind of trying to get him. He gotcha. don't want to go, but the board wants him out of there. So, uh, which reminds me, after this podcast, that's when I'm gonna go get some honey chipotle wings. Oh, them shits busting! Like and I, Papa John's? yeah, man, I tried to let Papa John's go and Pizza Hut. Not a good look. My guest mm-hmm. also tried to let Chick Fil A go. Oh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I like Papa John's. I like Papa John's too. Well, I don't. Yeah, honestly, I, if I like something, uh, me cancel. Yeah, not say I wouldn't cancel mm-hmm. something, but it's got to be. You got to come a little harder than saying nigger. For yeah, because kind of like I use the word. We make it acceptable for other people to use the word cause simply because we're using our music. But that's another day for another topic. Um, moving on. Amari Hardwick. Man, his mentions. That damn ghost. Bro, uh, them mentions. The beehive on it. That damn ghost thought he was, uh, thought Beyonce so, was Angela. I guess so, because he, wah, wah. But um, the situation was um, the NAACP Awards, um, shout out to Jay-Z for getting the President's Award, well-deserved, especially for the things that he's doing for each and every community, the hip-hop community, the black community, even the gay community, doing great things. Uh, but, of course, his lovely wife, Beyonce, Giselle, Knowles, Carter was there looking fabulous in that ball mane, by the way. That white dress is everything, plus the hat. And she was talking to whoever the group, who, who's the girl from um, 3LW? Uh, Natari. Natari. 
I, that is not how you say her name is. It's, 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 I can't. It's, it's, a, it's enough it's something in. Right. But, you know, she was talking to her, and Amari, Amari walked up to him, you know, dapped up Jay-Z. They took a picture. And, of course, if you're going to be by Jay-Z, you know, good campaign um, manners, you go talk to Beyonce, too. Right. But he gave her a kiss on the cheek, talked to her, then gave her another kiss on the cheek, which was, this one was closer to her mouth, and her fans are not having it. They really are in his DMs. Like, I saw one that said, um, B, 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 but I was like, man, they ain't playing, bro. Yeah, I mean, he he married though. He is married. It was, it was kind of a weird thing to watch, but I mean, he, it, it he was married. weird. But you know what? Maybe that was his first time meeting Beyonce because nowadays actors, artists, Beyonce is queen to everybody, and it's kind of crazy how you see her growing up from you know Destiny's Child to this, right? And now everybody's in awe of her, especially. Anybody that's coming up in the industry and that she knows them, like, well, I've watched you or something like that, you know, they're all telling their stories of Beyonce, and maybe this was his first time, and maybe he just didn't know what to do. It's Beyonce. So, you know, I ain't mad at him. You know, it's Beyonce. But uh, speaking of things you was talking about that Jay-Z's doing for the community, all the communities, uh, gay community included, you heard what he's doing for uh, Lil Uzi Vert? Yeah, he bought Uzi's contract. Yeah, yeah, they're, he's getting them out of his uh, his current contract, and then is uh, he's going to be a part of, I think, managed by Rock Nation. Okay, so I mean he'll, he'll that's a good to place to be managed. So, because um, isn't Meek being managed by Rock Nation right now? I think so. Okay, I mean either either way, you know, Jay Z has made plenty of millionaires. So, you know, what was that line he had in that one song? I'm not a businessman. No, a bi- um, okay. he was like somebody that they wasn't in their feelings. Oh, uh, um, I can't remember the song. Made millions, big millions. Beans would tell you if he wasn't in his feelings. Right, right, and oh, um, pound cake. Yeah, Drizzy. Yeah, yeah third he, album. Basically talking about everybody he helped uh, make millions. Yeah, and, damn. And I mean, when you hook up with Jay Z, literally everybody makes millions. Foxy made millions, you know, Freeway made millions, like Kanye West, like Jay-Z is nothing to play with. When he believes in you, he believes in you. So gave but I mean, 20 mil, true. They gave him 20 minutes. True that. True that. True that. Damn. Mm. But um, continuing with Beyonce, Beyonce made a very powerful speech at the GLAAD Awards and GLAAD stands for Gay and Lesbian Affirmative. Affirmation of defamation or something like that. I can't remember. I should know it, but it, off the top of my head, I, I just I, don't. I was going to say that, but you know. Yeah. I know it has something to do with um, being gay, having rights, and it was made by those in the media to make sure that the defamation of a person's character isn't tarnished just because they are gay. And Beyonce, um, she gave a speech, and the biggest, biggest line she had was, who you may love to is your business, and who you take to Red Lobster or that ass is their business, too. 
So it was really, it was a really nice speech, and it was also clever and funny. It made Beyonce relatable, like the Beyonce we hey, know. Do, do you believe that she can't read? You know, I, like that's a rumor I be seeing on the internet hey, that she can't read. Y'all gotta shut, shut the fuck up. Shut, not you, not I mean, you. Sorry, no, sorry. I, no, you the general know. public, like Beyonce can't read. Come on now. Come on now. Do you not know who her father is? Beyonce who can't her mother read. is? Kelly Rowland was uh, typing on a texting <laughs> on the Excel spreadsheet. Excel? I don't know what that is. I was like, I, I think Kelly was speaking in past tense. But we got to realize these girls started their careers at 14 and they were in the game working hard before then at the age of six. So I could see why Beyonce wouldn't be able to read. No, I don't see it. No, 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 no. Beyonce actually. No, 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 no. Beyonce knows how to read. That's stupid. Let's not make that. Let's not do that here. Because I don't want the Beehive in my mentions, in your mentions, in the podcast mentions, on the podcast. I don't need that type of publicity. No, we won't. Fuck that. All press is good press. No, it's not. Not for Beyonce. Fuck that. No, it's not. It is. And we're not going to disrespect Queen B here. Okay? It's okay if she can't Oh, you're done. You're done now. No. Floyd Mayweather can't I don't give a shit about him. That's an ignorant buffoon. I don't care about Floyd Mayweather. He does nothing for nobody. Like... He can suck a dick. Shut up. I don't care about Floyd Mayweather. Nobody does. Like, he's an asshole for no reason. <laughs> he is an asshole, what did, man. He, did he say something about the gays? I, I believe there was one time he did say something. But there, there was another boxer that said something about the gays. But we just blew it off because he's ugly. So it was kind of like, <laughs> ain't shit we can do for you anyway. So nobody didn't want you and p- trust and believe. Gays, we got hands, B. And you can get them. Like, don't fuck with us, bruh. We're a big-ass community. Just imagine. You there. You talking that shit. You see just this big-ass rainbow flag coming your way. Just flashing. That's how you going to do Floyd? Bye bye. You, you ever run into him? Shit. Rainbow hosting and all. <laughs> the fuck you talking about? Take this Crayola lead to the head. I'm done. <laughs> that, that's going to be the bar in your first song? Bruh, right there, right there, right there. Money, money, magic. First gay rapper. Sign the Rock Nation. Keep you moving. You wouldn't be the first gay rapper. I would definitely wouldn't be the first gay rapper. But uh, I would definitely, if, like, there is no black male gay rapper. You know that, right? Like, not publicly. Like, not on a level to where people know him. There's not one. Not, not, not it's- open. Cause openly I don't, no. Openly no. Because you're not going to tell me out of 300 rappers that come out, ain't none of them. I, none of them. We talked about what, Oh, yeah, we have. A couple but, weeks ago, yeah. yeah. But, hey. Wayne and Birdman is both kind of funny. Uh, Uzi's kind of funny. Uzi. Yeah, Uzi probably done did that. Uzi, Uzi walk in like he the baddest but, bitch in the, the room. room. But Uzi's a rock star, though. But he's technically a rapper. He's technically a rapper, but Uzi's a rock star. I'm sure plenty more. And and I know, like, rock stars, rock stars will tell you, yeah, man, we was there, he was there, and shit, I'm a rock star. I sniffed the coke and I let him do what he wanted to do. That's kind of like how Quincy Jones was talking about all all them niggas, what they was doing back then, and just going to convenient conveniently leave out that he was there all the time. Like, I was like, Quiz, yo. It's going to be like in like 20, 30 years, some of these rappers is going to get a little actually, older and going to be like, oh man, back in the day. Yeah, I need to actually watch that whole thing. 
Like, cause I I've only watched bits and pieces. Oh yeah, it was good. But um, speaking of clearly, Quincy does not have um friends, and cause if you have friends, you know, well, I'm trying to be funny, but a lot of his friends are dead. <laughs> I, I'm dead ass serious though, no pun intended. Um, no. but that's what he was talking about in the documentary about the number of people that he's worked with over the years and just oh yeah, Quincy Quincy Jones has been. Miraculous, especially in that kind of lifestyle. Between AIDS, a few of his friends died of AIDS. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just drugs, just life, shit like that. Right? Yeah, so it must be hard. But um, let's just get into the topic for today. All right. And today we are talking about friendship. So friends, how many of us have them? That's like, all I got. Oh, damn. What about your friends? <laughs> Were they? Yeah, that's all I got, too. How did we tie Eminem in, into this before? I don't know. We were... Two trend parkers around the outside. Right? Right I, don't, I don't know. How did we tie Eminem into this? I was just he saying... a lot about something about some friends somewhere. No, he don't. Because I was just saying, guess who's back? And you were like, are you going to open oh, it up with that? Oh, friend. Yeah. Oh, Shady's back. Man, man. Tell a friend. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, my friends, real friends, better than your friends. Hey, huh. the Carters, friends. Oh, I know. I, we I, ain't got to pretend. Song, but I had to put it. Like, I listened to that album probably once. Mm. Yeah, I actually, um, I went back and gave it a, a couple more listens. I've been trying to go back and really discover new albums or old albums that I, where I thought I liked from the initial listen, like um, Queen by Nicki. Like, I was like, oh. This shit better than I thought it was. Like this shit fire. I actually listened to it. It's not a. It's not a bad. Album. No, that shit is dope as fuck. I was like, damn, you really gotta gotta listen to it. Like you're in no position. It's it comes from all position. She was doing so much crazy, crazy shit, shit. When, when it came out and stuff that like niggas just wanted to go ham on exactly. her. Exactly, and it's because of her antics, right. not the music. Right. But I mean, she did that on her own. And female rappers on a real ass come up right now. Oh, and it's a, sure, it's just a sure. shame that she's not leading the pack. Like, yeah, cause I like Nicki is still Nicki is still queen. She's just not leading the pack right now. It's just, like she's the queen, but she's on her. She's on an island by herself. Self and Meanwhile, there's a whole army coming like deep. Cause you, you know what? This is another topic for another day. We, whew, I gotta do better as a mediator. We be getting on such a good time. Um, speaking of friends, friends, back to back to friendship. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. today's topic is about friendship. Something that I that take. That ties in though, because Nikki doesn't have any friends. Nikki has plenty of friends. She has Not raw female friends. Yes, yeah, she does raw. She's supposed to get off the table looking like raw, but no you look like friends. nah. No, but I mean, why would you? Like, you need rapper friends. I mean, she got, you know, she doesn't have any female rapper friends, but she has plenty of male rapper friends. Yeah, but they're not going. Anyway, let's get back to it. I'm about to say, Drake will defend her ass all day. Drake loves some Nicki Minaj. Nah, Drake going to try to get a piece of that stallion after Trigger. Uh, y'all know y'all can't handle Megan, man. Y'all got to chill. This nigga said Miss Tina Snow is good head off. I was like, what does that even mean? I was like, she. I was like, Trigger, what does that I gotta, mean? I got a next next chick I meet. I, I want to knock your head, head off. off. No, please don't. I might I might send a knock your head off text tonight and see what kind of response I get. 
Okay, straight men canceled. Thanks. Y'all are ridiculous. But friendship. Friends. We're eventually going to get on this subject. Today we're talking about friends, something that I take really seriously. I think friends. You take everything very seriously. No, I don't. Well, actually, you're right. I don't take a lot seriously. <laughs> but when it comes to my friends, I do take them seriously. I am very conscious of what I, tr- let's say this, excuse me. I try to be very conscious of what I'm doing with my friends, how I'm doing it with my friends, you know, the things that I'm saying. How hey, so if somebody's your friend, would you post on their Facebook page and tell them that you hope their dog is dead? Wasn't my friend at the time. At the time. So, no. No, I would not. All right. But well, he wasn't my friend. Well, when I get, ladies and gentlemen, we have a guest. Uh, don't some, don't say that because we don't know. We may have a guest. We may have a guest, if and the, if we if get the into guest it, shows up. Uh, we're going to talk about how sometimes your enemies can become your friends. I wouldn't even call them an enemy, but we'll, no, like, y'all is enemies. Like if you tell somebody, foes, not page, enemies. I hope your dog died. Okay, y'all were foes. Foes, not enemies. Foes, just a lesser term, you okay. know. But you just you are terrible. Like, can I just get, can I get through this? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. Thanks. I appreciate you. But friendship, we're just going to talk about what we expect of friends, what we expect of us in our own friendships, um, frenemies, you know, how strong is your bond with your best friend? So we're just going to go through, you know, the natural things and see what we come up with to see our friendships Truly and honestly worth it. And I truly believe that they are. So, Will, what type of friend are you? Simple question, has a have, but can have a lot to go with it. Yeah, I don't know if that's a, hmm, mm-hmm. that's a complicated question. I feel like I'm definitely a loyal friend. I'm probably like the, the listener friend, the kind of unpredictable friend. What makes you uh, unpredictable? <laughs> like, I don't know, cause I'm. It kind of depends. Like, I'm a. I'm kind of a unpredictable person in certain aspects, so I'm a different friend depending on which friend group I'm in. But it's all kind of me. It just depending on what friend I'm around or what group of friends I'm around. What part of my personality, I guess, is on display. But overall, I would say. Definitely a loyal friend. Like, if I tell you I'm going to be somewhere or do something, I'm not the friend that's going to back out on you last minute. Or, you know, I'm the supportive friend, so I try to support whatever my friends have going on, even if it's just attending something they're doing or just uh, if they're, you know, posting something, a repost, a like, a comment, a share, something like that. Um, True. I, uh, for, for, I can relate to that because I, I would say all of that is more so you're an open friend. And what I mean by open is you're open to do a lot of things for your friends. You're open to being honest. You're open to being loyal. You're open to being um, truthful, you know, things, things of that nature. And I try to live my truth so that my friends can live their truth. And when it, when it comes to friendship is, um, you know, it's, it's, it's tricky sometimes, but I, I, I am a loyal friend. 
Um, I'm the extra friend. You are definitely, you're the extra person in general. In general. But I'm also the friend that is not different no matter what the friend group is. Like, each and every friend group that I have, I can bring them all together and they can tell you a little something about Eric and it all be the same thing. Like, one time... It was, I guess everybody missed me or something. I don't know what was happening in the universe. But my then friend, Corey, um, my friend, Winston, and my best friend, Ariel, um, from my hometown. She came up. They all wanted to hang out. And then my mom wanted to hang out, too, which is crazy. And we all just went to dinner, right? And they were all talking to me about how I never finish a meal because I don't. Like I always get to the last bite, and I was just like, nah. Oh, like I don't, I don't, I don't really know why. I think that has something to do with um, not my. I wouldn't say a, a fear of commitment, but um, Wait, what? I think it has to do with um me completing things because sometimes I don't complete things completely, and you know you don't complete things completely. Shut up. You know what I meant. Um, it. I'm just what I'm trying to say is I don't complete everything. Like, uh-huh. nothing's perfect. I always miss something, or I'll get to the last bit of something. I'm like, no, nah, I, I think it's good I where it's see, at. I can see you being that Yeah, guy. like, yeah. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's good where it's at. But I do that with food all the time, man. I just think that really does have something to do with the way that I look at life. But, yeah, they, all my friends can come together, and they have a conversation about me. I'm just like, why do all these Negroes know everything about me? But that's because I don't change up for nobody. I don't change it for nobody. See, I am the same friend. Doesn't matter with me, what friend group it is. I don't think it it's necessarily that I change up. I'm just, I don't know. I'm I'm a very multi-dimensional person. Like, are you? Because yeah, but the reason that doesn't I, just, I don't okay explain that to because, me because okay, there's multi-dimensional. People, like there's some people who know me and they know of me as like an introvert. Or more of a listener, more shy, more reserved, mm-hmm. which is completely true. There's also a, a decent number of people who know me who would never imagine me being an introvert or know that I like, I'm not antisocial, but I can only be social for a certain amounts of time oh. due to like all of the different social things that I do or the social settings I'm so in. So sometimes you beige, sometimes you off white. I got you. <laughs> I got you. You uh, just out here living your <laughs> Oh, sorry. It couldn't help it. No, okay. I, I get what you're saying, though. But, I mean, I guess um all my friends have seen both those sides of me because I'm not, like I said, you seem to have it separated. Like, you know, some people know that side of you. Some people don't know that side of you, just depending on what type of friends y'all are. But yeah. all my friends know each side of me. I mean, I have friends that know each side of me, but I think for the most, just because, like I said, I know a lot of different people that I met a lot of different ways. So, like, I don't know. It's hard to describe. That, I, that, I, that makes sense. That, I mean, I know. I get what you're saying. I definitely get what you're saying. Now, now that we know what type of friend you are, multidimensional, what do you expect from your friends? Like, because me, my expectations, uh, which really get me hurt sometimes, really my feelings, even though I'm in my feelings all the time, I still think it's one of my greatest assets and weaknesses. But um, when I say, you know, what do you what do you expect from your friends when you start a friendship? Uh, I mean, the biggest thing, I guess, now would be uh, shit, really just 
honestly, of being somebody that's like trustworthy, truthful, like, you know, to stick to your word. But at the same time, like how I said, different friend groups may see certain different sides of me. I think also sometimes you have to have different friends for different purposes, like, or different friends that are good at different things. So it's like, there's certain things, like I said, like you being, you know, sticking to your word, things like that, that I would expect from anybody. But there's like certain friends you're going to have that may like, there's certain friends I know, okay, if I want to go on a trip, I should go with these friends. Right. If I want to go to the club, I should go with these friends. If I just want to chill and relax and watch the game, I should be with these friends. So, But is that your expectations, though? Like, what are, like, when I, I guess when I mean, ex- okay, so for the friends on the trip, what do you expect from those friends? Like, you just expect. Well, because I know those are going to be the friends that, like, are going to be willing to spend money, like, because mm. you... You ever been on a trip with like people before, mm. and then you'll be willing to spend money or go try to do different things while you're out, and then they're like, oh, "I don't really want to." Yeah, man, I don't, don't really want to. Yeah, yeah. And they might be cool for the other e- shit. The Eeyore, the Eeyore of the group. Um, Eeyore, the Winnie the Pooh. Yes, the one that has the cloud over his head. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. Yeah, because we. Me and my um, me and my um, quad friend group, we have an ER, and anytime we Your take quad him, quad friend group, yeah, because there's a like um, there's like four of us, and we're in a like um, we're in like a text chat, but um, they're both from Spartanburg, and well, I mean, actually, all three of them are from Spartanburg. I'm the only one from Hartsville, but um, yeah, he's the ER of the group because anytime we go anywhere or do anything, like he turns it into some negative thing somehow some way oh, okay, like he you. starts to insult somebody or he starts to whine and cry because something's not going his way and it's just like oh like a trip to the mall will be heavy I like you. why I aren't you, you crying b what is you doing like like crying crying or no just like, like just just crying? bitching oh got you bitching or he'll do this thing like well i don't want to talk to anybody so and you'll he'll make it known that he's not talking to you anymore you know, all on his phone, doing this, trying not to be in the conversation, but his body language says it all. And he I just like, lie to you. That sounds like something you would do if you got in a mood. No, the thing about it is when it comes to friends, I try my hardest not to do that because I think my mood shouldn't affect anything that we have going on. So if my mood is fucked up, I'm going to just be honest and be like, my mood ain't with it today. I'm not going to, you okay, know. so you just wouldn't. I just wouldn't, wouldn't go, go. because okay. I don't think I should put that on anybody. Okay, that's, but if I do I feel the type of way when I'm out, I speak. You know, you're my friend. I think I can be honest with you. That's the bond we have. That's what I expect. That's I my expectations you. that the first thing I expect you to do is be honest with me. So we got a problem. Tell me what the problem is so you're going to, A, I can fix it, or B, tell you why you're wrong. Right. So when I have a problem, I express that with all my friends. You know, I don't really hold shit back with them because I think they deserve that from me. You know, like we've exchanged. Uh, but I and I get what you're saying. But I think one thing, too, where it kind of goes, it depends on the person you're dealing with. Like some people, there are some people that. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, like, don't get me wrong. I see what you're going with that, but I'm not going to change me. For them, you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm the type of person that is going to be honest. Now, I know that's my expectation, but, you know, expectations are not met 90% of the time. So even if my expectations are not met, I'm still 
going to um still going to do what I gotta do. I'm still gonna be honest. So okay, I got you. So I just I just gotta do what I gotta do. Yeah, but before we get into anything else, um, we definitely have a special guest that finally walked into the building. I am so excited because we are talking of a subject that involves him definitely. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the young Don himself. Well, you know what? Actually, what you want me to call you? You want me to call you Matt or you want me to call you Chewy? Whichever one you prefer. I prefer Matt. I I prefer Matthew. Ladies and gentlemen, I have Matthew Torres here, a.k.a. Chewy from 92.7 The Block. Give it up. And today we're talking about friendship. Okay. On the Kelly Show podcast. So we're going to backtrack a little bit, um, try to see what type of friend are you. All right. It's a deep question, but, you know, you can trade lightly if you want to. It's whatever. I'm a friend that give my all. You know what I mean? All my all my close friends will tell you. Okay. You know what I mean? You have different types of friends, so you got different type of relationships. Not everybody's got to be your best friend. Not everybody's got to be your loyal friend, but yeah, it, everybody has a different me? definition of friendship. So That's true. You, you got to know how to keep people at arm's length, and the people that you love, you you know, you go through things, and love develops. It's not like you just love instantly. Love develops, and that's how you measure your determination of friends and what you can tolerate and what you don't. Actually, I have not to say that's a a problem of mine, but it kind of is. Cause I think he's kind of saying what I was talking about th- that's, earlier. That's exactly like, what he was saying. Every, to me, everybody that's your friend is not you gonna have certain not friends your friend shit. exactly. Like, the way I I fuck with you, like if you was my boy, me and him might have a different type of friendship in the friendship. Well, I you have gotta have that with anybody. It's right. always gonna be a slot and scale relationship because. You have, in my opinion, you have people in place for different things. You got business friends. You got uh, emotional friends. You got spiritual friends. You have friends that are financial friends. You have friends that are opportunists or you're working at something. So what is your definition of friendship is a question for yourself, not necessarily a question to answer. But that's how you determine friendship. It's no different than a relationship. I mean, it is a relationship, so yeah, it definitely is not different than a relationship. And honestly, in my opinion, it's um sometimes it can be deeper than a relationship depending on the friend. Cause I, I mean, I had a best friend before, and we I fallen out, tore me apart. Like I was more torn up about that friendship being torn apart than my relationship being torn apart, which is nuts. But um yeah, so since we know what type of friend you are, let's get into um what do you expect? From your friends in a friendship like what are your expectations um, i've learned to grow accustomed not to have expectations mm, that's hard for me when how, do, go, how do you not when because when you go through it when you go through the hardships when you go through that you're never going to get what you put in it's I'm, no it's not like a work ethic you're not going to get loyalty all the time you know I, I can't i can't force anybody to give me loyalty I could give it to you, but I can't force it back. This That's when you run into friendships with love. Like, I, I have friends such as yourself. I have friends that I've been around 10 years, 15 years, and I'm still rocking with them. And I've also had friends for 15 years that all it took was one opportunity to show me what they was trying to be my friend for. Damn. That sucks. It's yeah, life. That is, that is life. I had a friend of, um, how long were we friends before we... Seven seven years, seven years, and then we had an altercation. Not about money. It wasn't about it wasn't about shit. It was about a fucking pan. 
a pan in the sink. Nah, that was, that like, was just being everything else. Nah, everything just. Am I paying friends? That that's not a friend. Then. It definitely you know not. I mean? Like definitely not. I'm not falling out with friends over oh, no. material <laughs> things. I'm not falling out with friends over anything else outside of. You're not giving me what I'm giving you. Right. True. And you should have saw the handwritings on the wall. You probably just was in denial about it. No, nah, it's more so when it comes to friends. Um, I don't know. I give my all to friends. And for me, like, like it's easy for you. You don't expect anything. I do. I expect my all to be given back because when I give my time, my effort, and anything else that I want to give you, well, then I expect that same shit back. But and I didn't get that shit back from him, period. I, I feel as though... We're all entitled to our opinions, but mm-hmm. I would I would think differently on that topic mm. because, in my opinion, that's an immature mindset because you never know what the next person is going through. You're right. Right. And, and, it, and think about this: I try to. You're never I, going to. You're never right. going because to. they're not going to tell yeah. you. And then also, it's kind of like you know, being in a friendship, relationship, whatever you want to say. It's like some people do. Some people's definition of friendship is different, or what they feel like they should or shouldn't do for a friend is different. So you got to kind of, I feel like once you kind of learn a person, if they are your friend, some people don't know how to be a certain kind of friend for everybody. And that doesn't mean that they, uh, that doesn't mean that they don't want to be there for you or something like that. But like, everybody's not going to be your, everybody can't be everything for you. That's true. See, and to capitalize on it, what what you're saying, you got to remember everybody was raised different. Right. You know, how how one person is raised to treat people, the next person isn't. Or how one person is trained to express themselves, the next person isn't. We look at the majority of gangsters. The one who's out here beating on their chest the most really needs uh, the hug the most. True that. You know what I mean? So there's Achilles different, heel. There's different variations of uh, how people are groomed and how people are raised. That's why I said I've grown not to expect anything back. If I do something for someone, it's not for something in return. It's just because I did it. That's 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 true. Actually, I don't know. You know what? Now that I think about it, I do. I don't do things to expect anything in return. But, but you just said but it. But I guess when I'm when I'm saying do things, I guess I'm looking at it as like um, you know, I'll take a like if you need something from me, like if one of my friends like I'm really in trouble, I need two hundred. You know, I'll give it, and sometimes I won't even expect that back. But I mean, I guess if I'm the person that needs you to like just just talk to me, and you're like. Nah. See, like, but that, like, Damn. That, that's what I'm saying. You that's don't. Fucked, you don't. You don't want to put yourself in a position where you expect anything back, because I was I was learning through my experiences that I'm never gonna get what I put in back. True. And I can't get mad at not getting right. it. I just have to learn how to accept it and understand, hey, I can't give it if I can't afford it, whether it's monetary, whether right. it's time, whether it's energy. If I just can't give it. I can't give it. Yeah. I guess for for me personally, I think it um it kind of hardens my heart, which um with my grandma, the one thing she always told me in life is don't become hard of heart. And I've always taken that to I'm heavy. Like anything I try I try not to like hold on to things and when something doesn't go my way, I try not to, you know, take that and when it comes to like expecting things from your friends, like I really have to like deal with that because hey, if I give you something but you don't give it back, all right, cool. I'm trying to cuz I I know I expect it back, but if not, 
I'm still trying. I'm still going to have those expectations because I don't want to be hard of heart but to I the next nigga gotta, that comes my way that wants to be a friend or if we have a true connection. You know, I feel like you can have expectations for your friends, but at the same time, you got to base that. It's like you got to know what to expect from a certain person. Like, I know you don't really watch like sports or shit, do you? Nope. Okay, but basically, like, <laughs> you wouldn't expect like LeBron, based on the way he plays, to like play the way Curry plays, like the way Steph Curry plays, or True. vice versa. So it's like, I feel like you can have expectations for friends, but at the same time, they should be based on how, how, that, person how that person is, is versus having, oh, this is my general expectation. For I feel as though you shouldn't measure friendships. Shouldn't okay. even be expectations. Mm, so measure. Yeah, you, okay. you, you already put a cap on what's accepted and what's not accepted. Okay. So friendships are natural. I don't expect anything... From my peers or my friends, I guess not. And, and but, because um, when you don't put a when you don't put a oh if you do this you're this makes you a better friend. No, that don't. Just because you do something, just because you let me borrow a thousand dollars, just because you let me borrow. Uh, said a whole G. Yeah, but, that, <laughs> but but if you must be nice if to be rich. Base, if you if you basing it off of something, then that don't determine your friendship. Your friendship is how you handle situations. True, but I, that's like I said. That's my that's my expectation. Like when I when I go out with my friends or when I try to take care of my friends or even just sitting there listening to them, like I just I I want that shit back. But that's that's naturally me though, naturally. But you're but I see what you're saying because my expectations are not based on them. My expectations are based on me. If you, and if you, you can't do that sometimes. If you want to put an expectation on friendship. Uh, put an expectation on when you met them and how far they've come in a year, two years, three years, four years, five years of you knowing them. If they're still doing the same thing, that's you're not a friend to them. Mm, what do you mean? Because a friend is supposed to push you to do better. Oh. If you're not pushing each other to do better, then that's not your real friend. If you're still sitting in the same position, if you're still sitting in the same household, you're still sitting in the same car four years of knowing each other, that is not a friend. That mm. is someone who is just you're killing time with. I don't have time okay. to kill. Okay. Okay. Friends okay. are friends, friends are productive. Friends are productive. If you're not if you're not pushing each other, very rarely did I have people pushing me. But the ones that did push me, I'm still close to them. Got you. You know what I mean? I got people that just want to hang around just cuz I'm chewy, quote unquote. Mm. I don't I don't that's not a friend. You are associate. Right. You just hanging around. You're yeah, just playing friend, my video games. A friend games. is somebody that's like Hey, bro, or hey, Chewy, or whatever you want to call me. Um, what you need help with? That's not a worker. That's someone that's genuine. Like, hey, how could you help? How how could I help you? I see you got a lot on your plate. You all right? That's a friend. True. You know, people don't ask me how my day going. But who don't? Very rarely. Oops. In general. I literally ask you it every time yeah, I come and see general, you. In general, I'm just saying. Oh. On a, on a broad spectrum. True. I encounter more than a more than what. 60 people on a slow day. That's if true. I, if I encounter 60 people and but one person asks, hey, how's your day going? Nobody's a friend of me. We business. I got you. I got you. You know what I mean? I, I got I to gotta, I gotta be in character mode. I got to be chewy. Right. I got to be cordial, but I got to understand mentally in the back of my head. Right. Like, it's only going to go so far. Yeah, it's only going to go, but so far I can't make you family. Right. Because I don't have friends. It's either you family or you not. Bet so do, do you think that it does make it harder for you to make friends since you had that mentality? 
Like, are you not? Are yep. you not so open and accepting? You know, you got to scale people before they get there. Of course. Okay. I, I, that's why I said earlier. I keep people at arm's reach. I'm not just gonna let anybody in my circle because I already know how I'm coming. If I, if you, if you are that to me, whatever I got is yours. You need a couch. You need a bed to sleep on here. I done did it multiple times. Ask, ask about me from our closest friends. But yeah. I will never put them out there and be like, you know what I mean? Because right, it, it's a certain privacy to it all. So I would never be the type to publicly say, oh, I did this for this person. I think, I think that's. Retarded. Cause like, if, yeah, <laughs> excuse like, my choice of word, but nah, that this that R yeah. word is probably gonna be the worst word you hear me say in this interview. Cause like, mm-hmm. if if that's your homeboy, your friend, whatever, your family, whatever, you know. Oh, the, hold on for you. Continue. Don't think it's an interview because this this ain't an no, interview. No, I'm just saying in yeah, general. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And, I want you to this, think this is a conversation. No, it is. Yeah. But it, and anything, it still is a form of an interview. This is this is true. I just don't I'm want you to think you gotta be show. a certain. No, 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 no. I'm just saying this. It, it is what it is. Got you know to. what I mean? Like, I'm, I don't know. Some reason people get ahead in an interview. Well, you know, I got to either. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I think I got to be Gail or I got to be R. Kelly today. Yeah, like, Which one I want to be? Like, uh, it's a conversation like piece, but right. a conversation yeah. is an interview. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because we don't know how to hold tie. <laughs> Why would I hold tie? <laughs> That's the second time I'm saying on this podcast. And I will continue to say that shit because it's funny as fuck. But okay. I, I, I get what you're saying. Continue, Will. My bad. Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, but yeah, going back to what he's saying, like if that's you know supposed to be a friend, you should do that out of the kind of like the kindness of your heart, or doing it just out of you wanting to see them do well. Whether it be like even like when I was in college and shit, like me and my friends, it's been times where oh, I need to stay on your couch or something, or like when I ain't have a car, okay, cool, I got to stay with you so I can get a ride to work or you know shit like that. But it's like we always been that kind of friend group to where we'll do that for each other, but. You don't want to do that and then throw that in somebody's that, that's face. That's not a friend. Someone that throws something in your face. I have right. friends that I hate that shit. I have friends that was down to their last four hundred dollars, and we're in a whole nother city. And I'm like, yo, I need a hotel room, and they'll give me two hundred dollars, and they'll just rock with it. And right. I may have a chick in the room, and they'd be like, man, you got the room there. And, and it's not even about a payback. It's just like, I I know I'm gonna be straight. Like I know. Right. I know we're not falling out overnight, and that's right. how we come in. So, yeah. you know what I mean? I, we It's a certain code, and I feel as though, even with the Nipsey Hussle situation, it's a certain Sheesh. code in these, in, 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 in my book that I operate by that I'm not going to be homemade. Right. You No dude could say anything bad about me unless I smashed your chick, but we graduated from that. That's on the 18-year-old I would do. I'm 29. Grown ass man, like, what else I gotta keep backtracking for? I'm trying to, I'm trying to buy land next. I'm trying right. to buy, I'm trying to buy. Trying to get property. out forty acres back. Right. That's yeah. Kind of like yeah. building off what you're saying too. That's another good reason to have, like, that's another reason I have like kind of different sets of friends because I have some friends who are like into like financial shit or you know they know about like stocks investing all of that mm-hmm. all of that kind of shit so trying to like, find those friends by the way if you're listening <laughs> to this kelly show podcast i am looking to get in some stocks so, so it's like, hit it's me def- up it's definitely good to have people around you not only to make you better but like things that you don't know it's like you teach me something i don't know then you know i you know what i'm saying i should be able to teach you something you don't know that way we can kind of make each other better or you know, you be strong where I'm weak. I be yeah. Not be not to not to get in a sense of uh, mm-hmm. religion or anything, but I feel as though you know God puts people in place when you're ready for it. So, right. You know, if you want things like that, 
you gotta pray, but because we live in an instant gratification world, it, we want it. We it. want it right then and right, right then. And sometimes, what we pray for, we may not get until three years, four years from when we pray for it, and we forget we pray for it. Don't even treat it the way we're supposed to treat it. That's why we. A lot of people, especially in our generation in our society, they just run in circles. Amen. It, it's the blind leading the blind because they're not paying attention to the person See. that creates the opportunity for us. That's what I was talking about on our last podcast. You got to be responsible for the energy that you receive, but you also got to be responsible for the energy that you give out because you just don't know who's coming into, you know, who's coming into your circle, you know, but you're responsible for letting those people in. He's right. You know, we can pray, pray, pray and pray all day, all day long. And then we get what we want and then don't know how to, Use that thing, and that's including right. friendships. No, yeah. there's only one thing that we're in control of, and that's ourselves. And so, if, you, if you expect someone to give you what you put out, or if you expect anything, it's, it's kind of crazy. You only thing you could expect to get something back is when you pay for it. Right. And sometimes your friendship is not enough. Or your loyalty is not enough. enough to people. That's why we see so many failed Which is relationships. Crazy, because you think it is. People don't know how to treat loyalty because it's it's a rarity. It's yeah. not a. It's it sometimes scares people. People, people run from right. that shit. People don't, don't know, know what to do with it. Well, people in our generation, I feel as though because especially in the minority communities, we're raised with one person in our household because either the one of the parents are dead or in jail, if not both, are dead or in jail. And that's just the majority of it. You look at a classroom in Newark, New Jersey, most of the parents of 35 students, at least at least probably 20 kids in that class growing up in a single-parent single household, they don't know what loyalty is and unless it's with their parent. And sometimes their parent can't even give them that or teach them that. So that's why it only goes but so far. We're True. Not, we're not educated on loyalty. Yeah, nature versus nurture for that one. Yeah. I definitely understand that. But moving on to the next subject, frenemies. Frenemies. What are they? Do they exist? Do we accept them? Do we not? Like, cause you know, I mean, you got to meet people with bad intentions. You just don't know people's true colors. That goes back to what we said earlier. Keep people at bay. Yeah. Right. And then sometimes, you know, you don't really realize somebody, and I don't think it's always necessarily a frenemy thing, but you don't realize like, you may have somebody that you think is a friend, but sometimes y'all got to go through some real shit or something has to happen. Then you kind of see who they really are. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, for example, one time, like, it was somebody that I considered a homeboy or friend or whatever. And, like, we had kind of, like, let him stay at our apartment on the couch over the summer because he needed mm. somewhere to stay. So we wasn't, like, really tripping about it. It was like, okay, you know, you take care of, like, you know, little bill or whatever, throw, throw us a little bread, you know, whatever. And then basically he ended up feeling like he only, he didn't really need to contribute anything. <laughs> but More I mean, he's staying on our couch. Right. So then we kind of ended up falling out just because like, it was like, it, at the same time, you know, we was trying to look out for you, but. You weren't trying to look out for us. Right. And then you put us in a bad spot by, like, not taking care of something you said you was going to take care of. So sometimes you got to kind of go through some shit with somebody to see how their character really is to kind of learn what kind of person they are. True. When, when you when you become friends with someone, do you ever ask them what, what are their expectations in life? Yeah. That's something, like, more so, na- like, this situation happened, like, 
when you were younger. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that that's oh, why right now that's like when you were younger now. No, that's that's what I'm yeah. saying. Uh I I have one of those uh mindsets that I've developed even at a young age, you know, at at nine years old, I I be I befriended some people and I was like, Oh yeah, they're cool. Meanwhile they stole out my house when I was right. nine years old. So moral of what I'm saying is the biggest thing I learned at a the age of nine was that I asked people what are their expectations. I got you. What are I your expectations? Cool, or I sit back and I just shut up and I'll listen to them. Right. And I'll find out what their expectation right. is. Right. That's kind of the normally because I'm like when I first meet somebody, I'm usually more reserved just so I can kind of see how they operate, you know, how they operate in a room around people or like if I see you already talking about somebody to somebody else, I'm gonna feel like, oh, you gonna do that to me, so I already know what time yeah, it is. Yeah, they already that's showed true you that. who they are. People, true that. People gotta show themselves. That's why it's like, you know, you gotta protect yourself, right. especially when you have a kid in the mix. Because when you when you have a kid, you just open up the door to yeah, show you your kid you how you handle You can't everything. do it. Period. I get that. But I can only imagine nine-year-old Matt just going around being like, so what are your expectations? Is it, do you like oatmeal raisin pie Debbie cakes? Or do you just like, like the oatmeal pies? I like that. You know, and be like, oh, would, you like would, the raisins, B? You not about it. It's I would, okay. I would find common ground because I used to think everybody was my friend. Yeah. And mm. I wound up being the only person in the hood where people thought I had two parents. And it was a stepdad that I didn't appreciate at the time. Um, so I used to be like, they looked at me one way, and I'm like, I only got a mom. I don't even know this dude like that. But this dude that I'm calling this dude, he was the one that used to pay the phone bill, used to help my mom keep the light on and protect my mom and keep me right. But I didn't know how to appreciate it until I got older and understand and say, yo, thank you. He paid my phone bill all the way through college damn near. And because I was young, I didn't understand what he was doing. It took me now being a grown man to be like, damn, that's love, man. Like, you sh you show me more love than my own father has. Yeah. So when it goes back to stuff like that, you got to go through things in life that it's like, all right, God got a funny way of humbling us. If you don't think that God is one of the best comedians in the world, you crazy. He's he the funniest. You to, he got to show you how to play yourself. Oh, yeah. Definitely. 100%. If you don't stay humble, you you will be humbled at some point. He got point. a funny way of humbling us all is a coin phrase that... I always tell myself. Amen. And but when it when it comes to front of me, sometimes I realize that um I have this I have this thing when it comes to my friends. Like I said, I, I give them my all, right? But sometimes I have to realize that you really have to consider is it them outgrowing you or is it you outgrowing them? It's gonna be both. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. And sometimes I, I'm like, you know what? Like the situation with my um my ex best friend, whatever I want to call him, whatever. But you know, I I got kicked out of an apartment, and that and that shit really hurt me. But you know what? When I the the place that I was at, where I was when I was in it, it was kind of like I was just a person that was going day to day, not trying to do something with my life, not you know just kind of letting the wind blow me wherever it goes in hopes that I'll find out, you know, maybe I'm good at this, maybe I'm good at that. And him, he's got this, you know, six-figure job. You know, he didn't need me as a roommate. He just decided, you know, I want you in the house. So, you know, he's developing. He's trying to teach me shit. And when I look back on it, sometimes I'm like, you know what? It's still dirty the way he did me, but 
you know, he he outgrew me. Maybe maybe you, know? you didn't keep up with his program. Exactly. And you know what? I I try to look at myself and be like, so then that's, he didn't that's do you dirty, dirty. You just couldn't keep up. Maybe, maybe. I d- now now the way that he treated me in order to keep me out. Yeah, that nigga did me dirty. There's I'm a lot saying, more shit. In at that, what point? But, at what point does a person just say, hey? It's not working. You got to remember, like I said. I mean, said, he could have talked that out, but no, nah, like he decided I, to physically try to remove me. I'm saying, like, like I said earlier. You ain't got to put your hands on me, shit. Like, like, like I cool. said earlier, you know, you, you can't have expectations can't, for can't. other people. <laughs> you know, like, I got to ask you this question right here, and I, I promise you, you're not going to answer. I'm not going to answer it the way you're going to answer it. Oh, nothing. If I was All to right. put a cup of glass water here with half of it with water in it, is it half full or half empty? Full. What do you think? Full. All right. I look at it as there's something in the glass. I don't judge it. <laughs> if I get it, though. I get oh, it. I never thought of it that way. I never thought of it that way. You're judging it. I'm not I'm not here You're to not, judge no more. My, my job is not to judge. Even now being in radio, I've grown to just not judge. I don't have an opinion. My, my job is either state facts or don't say nothing at all. That is very true. That's a good way to look at it. That's a good way to look at it. I never thought of that. Don't steal it. I'll try not to. You take that and go to kids' parties and get your 10%. Shit. I guess, so being that you work in radio, and I know you do a lot publicly, I guess do you more so just kind of take things for what they are as far as, like, not putting expectations, like, because I know you come across a lot of people that probably, like you were saying before, want to talk to you for a lot of different reasons. Of course. So it's like... Are you more than just you just kind of take it for what it is and don't take nothing else out of it, or how does that go? I leave it at what it is. Okay, I match your energy. You know, I'm big on vibes. I match what you give me. If you give me your all, I'm gonna try my best to. But I'm also understanding I I have a lot on my plate that I'm still figuring out. Right. You know, I I'm still figuring out who I want to be and how I want to get there. People think and they look at. My my past success and say, oh, you made it. But in my book, I have yet to even do anything. You know, when, no, when, when I'm sending meetings with the heads of Fortune 100 <laughs> companies, not 500, Fortune 100s, and I'm sitting with the CEOs, helping them with strategies, or I'm sitting with schools, helping them to, helping teachers how to talk to young adults. You know, I I give what I can when I can, but... You know, I'm only one person. Right. I'm only one person, so I don't try to be no one I'm not. I got some you. days I may be tired, and you may catch me on a bad day, and I may not want to talk. Right. Some days you may catch me on a good day. I may want to talk your head off, you know, but. Yeah, try leaving the studio when you want to talk your head off. It's hard. Yeah. I Where y'all going? Way. Y'all going <laughs> to leave right now? My show ain't done. N- nigga, we got we actually got other jobs, like and other stuff to do. No, nigga, y'all staying. Well, right? that's my and, and when I do that, that's my way of a term of love and endearment. It, it really I feel is. like I feel as though, and especially in this market, I, I've done things that no one else has done. Yeah. Period. I got you. I've invaded a whole and took over a whole industry in two states that no one else has done. So. When I'm saying, like, oh, please stay, or it's really me trying to show you, like, hey, get your shine on right now. Well, and that, that's one thing, too, that I I had to learn. Um, you know, part of it is, part of what building relationships is sometimes, you know, you got to have those extra conversations or you got to kind of 
I don't want to say hang around, but sometimes you got to really just sit with people and just really just chop it up on some, you know, just having a just having a real conversation. And that's when you kind of can break down some of those barriers or get to know somebody better and even see, sure. okay, me and you was, you know, this cool before, but now that we had this conversation, I see we got some more common yeah. ground and we got some things. Like, like moral, moral of friendship and moral of it all is like you just have to learn yourself and know yourself. You know what I mean? When right. you know yourself and you and you learn yourself, it, it's amazing how far you could go. Like, I already know if, if I tell my friends about something, they know me to the point where they know I'm not being bragging. Right. But if you don't know me, I may sit here and be overexcited like, yo, I just got off the phone with such and such. And we was talking. They're not going to take it in the way of, oh, he bragging. They're taking it away like, yo, he happy, and they're happy right. for me. But a lot of people who don't know me don't understand me. It's like. And we'll take that shit oh, and fucking run yeah, with it. Yeah, he throwing it in my face. Right. He an asshole. He cocky. He arrogant. But no, meanwhile, I, had I feel like a little kid shit. inside. I'm like, no, this be great okay like I'm a, I'm a little kid inside you know there if you, you ask me I wasn't even supposed to make it this far I've been shot in my head I've been in five car wrecks what yeah. I have a bullet wound right here in the back of my head did not know I've that been in, I've been in four or five car wrecks and you was gonna skirt by that like it just didn't happen it was like yeah, yeah I got shot in the head you know I went to the grocery store I'm I got saying, milk I, I, it's a custom yeah, to me that I don't I don't really tell people about everything I've been through I've seen my mother go through not just one form of cancer, but two forms. True. And I had to learn how to cut lights on and feed a, learn how to cut cable on. We didn't pay lights for a whole year and a half. By the time Duke Energy caught me, I had to pay a $980 bill. Shit. And I paid it the same day. Damn. But, you know, that was in Rock Hill, South Carolina. That would have been double that. Like double the, shit. That would have been about like, like four months in Rocky. Right. Like, shit, that shit high yeah. as hell. So, but, you know what? As your friend... And, you know, me and you, we talk, talk. So for me to discover this for you, it's, it's kind of cool. And, like, you're you're one of the friends that I like um, discovering new things about because you do go through a lot. And a lot of people that don't know you or want to know you or do know you sometimes don't take in consideration that you have gone through a lot well, it's, to it's, get it's, to it's where you are. It's funny because I'm one of those, like, and ask any ex-girlfriend of mine, I talk in my nope, sleep. I'm not going to do no, that. No, I'm saying what, it, what I mean by that is I talk in my sleep. So I internalize a whole lot to the point that I had to start seeing therapists and counselors because I internalize everything. So when what I mean by that, and I hope anybody listening to this one day or right now whenever you're listening to it, <laughs> that you try your best not to internalize and you get the help you need. Because it could drive you into a place you don't want to be. And it's actually funny. I had the conversation with my friends, uh, Mike, Rowe, and Jamal, about it earlier today. You know, like, depression is real. We all go through it. And that's what I mean by you never know what someone else has gone through. You know, had I told people that my mom been struggling being homeless, had I been telling people I paid my mom's rent for a whole year and a half, uh, had I told people that... I've been in five car wrecks that I was supposed to be dead in two of them. Had I told people all this stuff that I've been shot before, people probably treat me different, but I don't want them to treat me off of sympathy. I will never tell nobody what I really go through. You know, I got you. Just right. got, you got to find out. None of my ex-girlfriends, I don't think to this day none of my like ex-girlfriends 
really know everything. I think they just see Chewy. And I'm fine with it. I understand it. Like, it's too much to deal with. Any girl that I've ever dated publicly, they have a hard time after me. They hate me because everywhere they go, it's, uh, oh, you was Chewy, this girl. You're not your own person no more. I got you. Damn. I'm going to give this nigga a hug every time I see him now. I need a hug. I got you, friends. You gonna, and I'm your friend. Nah. I'm going to give you a hug every you time good. I see you, bro. You be like, I, I feel as though... Um, you going to get a lot of love. No, nah, I, 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 I get a lot of love. It's nah, just that I'm just playing. you got you to gotta protect the love but, you get because I, 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 I feel that, though, especially as far as you kind of want people to... You don't want people to come in with already a preconceived idea. Yeah, of you like, you know oh, I mean? he done had this happen. Ma- he done- majority of the people that know me just know me off my work. I got you. And if if you catch me on a bad day, like majority of people who don't like me don't know me. We had this. It's so funny. I feel like we had this conversation back to back days, and now <laughs> it's a whole nother day. I feel like, and we're having the same conversation. It must be God telling me something. But um, you know, like. You can't you can't control what other people do or say. More yeah. little story. Yeah, Amen to that. And, and I'm perfectly fine with it. I've accepted it. And you know, if you catch me on a bad time, bro, I'm tired, man. I've, I'm I've been working in an industry that I've had to self teach myself, and I've been doing it for now damn near ten years. Before there was a Chewy, I was in high school passing out flyers for forty dollars so I could give my mom gas money. Or I could give my mom $100 so we could keep the lights on because she was working a temp job at Duke Energy for three years, and Duke Energy never wanted to make her permanent. Then when they found out she had breast cancer, they fired her because they didn't want to put her on their insurance. Sheesh. Duke Energy on Front Street. And right I, was on, God, I, was on, I was in high school at the time. So do you know how hard that was? No. I, Difficult. I, I got you. Know, my, you know, my mom had breast cancer. Yeah, when I was in high school, so, so you I already know how much them pills cost. $50. I'm just discovering so much today. Like I didn't know that about you either. But I'm I'm kind of like not yeah. to go off what he's saying, but I don't like when people have like preconceived ideas or like want to give me the sympathy card. So I would rather you know me off the things I do or say. But would you let your friends like, do that for you? I mean, like I talk to certain. I think I can answer this for you. Your friends are a gateway. They're an outlet. In which you're not dealing with those problems. Right. That's why you feel limitless with your friends. That's why some of your friends are built forever. Got you. So speaking of friends that are built forever, strong bonds. Family. 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 You're right. Because I'm I'm with that. Like my my friends are family and my and then my. I don't know what the word friends is. Yeah. You family or you not? not, (laughs) You know. Point blank. It, it is. It is what it I, is. I wish more people our age would understand that. That you know, this whole thing of you supposed to have friends is elementary thoughts. A lot of people you, do look at friendship as a sandbox instead of what it could it be. Friends is when you're stuck and confined. You're confined in a place and you're dealing with each other. Right. That's that's friendship. Outside True. of that, you're not stuck in anything you do as a grown ass adult. Not at that's all. The first you can, you can come I and move. You know, but. You know, family is here. Family is to stay. And I have a best friend of 15 years now. We've been down with each other since eighth grade. Bro, and I feel bad for any girl I marry because I'm about to have, like, I mean, I guess groomsmen. I do, too. What? <laughs> no, I'm about to have about 15 groomsmen because anywhere I go, I'm taking them with me. Nigga, what? And anywhere they go, I'm going with them. Like, you can't just, you can just sit them in the front pew? Nah. No, like 15? They're sharing that moment with me. She probably don't got 15 bridesmaids. Like, we'll 15 bros? 
We'll find them. You know, like I can't, I can't talk. I'm probably gonna have a good ten. Ten, y'all, come on, ten, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Groomsmen. So I'm coming. That's ridiculous. They deserve it. It's your wedding. It's, they gotta be the ones there for me when I'm struggling. I, they gotta be the ones that's pushing me throughout my wedding to get right. Cause I'm not perfect. Me neither. But I, I just need, I just need five. Like, I want to say the, fir- the first of my homeboys got married last year. I want to say it was, mm-hmm. yeah, it was last year. Matter of fact, it was probably t- about ten of us, ten maybe eleven. Oh, groomsmen. Damn. So it's just ain't it. Um, who, who got married? Um, I can tell you all my. I can tell you all my okay. people that's in my wedding now. I can tell you all of them. Okay, fire off. First one. It's not no order. Coop, Brandon, Jamal, Mike, uh, Roe probably, <laughs> more than likely. Um, of course, I'm gonna have that. That's my main core group right there. Coop, Brandon, Jamal, Mike, Roe. Uh, who else would you say, Ma? Ian. You gotta have John John in there, and John John would go crazy if he's not in there. Um, that's seven right there. Damn. And that's just off the off the cusp. I don't know. Oh, I got my other boy Jason Wallace. Okay. I got, I got <laughs> at this point in the game, I gotta put Johnny KD in there because he was a pivotal point in saving my life, getting me out the streets. I can understand. He was the first that. person to co-sign me, give me a radio job. True. And I still talk to him when I need my fire stick jailbroken. <laughs> <laughs> if you need that, that is Johnny Katie's job. But um, which by the way, I need to talk to him. I ain't I ain't checked no homie in a minute, and like I talk I to heard him anything from him. So darn there once a week. Okay, shit. Check on check on your people that always do you right. Check on your strong it's, friends. It's always it's always funny how we forget those who put us in opportunities because we focused on the opportunity they gave us. That is that is very true. I but think, I think those are that's always. I always try to find self-reflect time when I can, and it's very hard for me right. to now. I was just talking about um, that the other day. But I, I try to make a conscientious effort on remembering and appre- showing appreciation to those that put me in positions that I never Did I not <laughs> say the same thing yeah. for our Manifest podcast? Yeah. You really got to look it. back at where you came from with the people that you came up with to appreciate where you are now because you will quickly forget what the fuck is going on with you and thinking, oh, this is it. And then all of a sudden you're discarding people, throwing people away for nah, no, for no reason. Because we get caught up in our own, own nonsense. Exactly. We get caught up in our own brain. Sometimes we may think the world of ourselves. Sometimes we may be overwhelmed and not know how to handle the situation and not get the right help. That's why I said, you know, it's important that people look at mental health awareness as it being a strong suit. Man, I, I, I've i been there, and it's it's complex with me because I was diagnosed with ADHD. So my brain works differently. And I've Are had you? A, I have had a, yeah. That makes perfectly good sense. I've had to learn how to deal with it my whole life. Okay, okay. I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm I was never nothing, diagnosed, but nothing. I'm pretty sure I have it. Nah, I, I'm clinically diagnosed yeah. with ADHD. I'm not. It's hard for me to take medicine, though. Yeah. But next, uh, yeah. next topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's um actually um I mean while we're here, a great friend story that somebody couldn't stop talking about before we got into the um 
before you got into the room today, and we talked about it last podcast. I was, I, see, I wasn't oh, even going to bring it up. Oh, of we course you weren't. I was just trying to beat you to the punch. Me and you. <laughs> yeah. So last last podcast, um, I can't remember how we got onto the sun. We was talking about, matter of fact, we was talking about dancing and shit. Dancing and, you and shit. Always trying, yeah. to trying to dance and people. shit. Right. And then we talked about the Breakfast Club. Oh, that's what we were talking about. We were talking about past shit. I talked about the Breakfast Club. Y'all know what it was. And then, of course, that story comes with me dancing, and that story comes with you. Yeah. And so then we got into how me and you became friends today. And, of course, uh, I don't know. I don't even know why I brought this shit up because, like, like I said, 18-year-old Eric was on some different shit, and I was mad disrespectful for this. Very different. Yeah. Um, and one time, um, Matt said he had lost his dog on Facebook, and I had the nerve. <laughs> um, I was I was terrible, bro. Like, I didn't give a shit. It was just awful. Because now, Eric, Eric now would definitely not do anything like this. But, you know, he said, I'm missing my dog. You know, you find it, blah, blah, blah. And I said, hope your dog dies, LOL. I'm trash. Extra trash. Extra trash. You know how it was going down on my side, right? Oh, yeah. I told him. I told him. Man, he looking at me like, yeah, why the he, fuck would you say that? He got saved that day. Because <laughs> we, we was about to come to head hunting. I told you. Oh, I no, told I, you. I believe I it. I told you. I, I He's like, where you at? I don't, I don't play disrespect. Like, that's... Like, it's one thing to make a joke about something, but, like, that's a whole... That's, that's a, just disrespect. That's, like, that, that, that's, that's why, the way that's why I, I've learned to... <laughs> Tell myself, and I've learned to treat myself because I already know how I am. Right. I already know I can't put myself in a position. I can't be tricked out of my position no more. You know what I mean? That was God's way of showing me, like, hey, you know what I mean? The fact that nothing happened because I already knew how I was at that age. I was right. fighting every day. I, I, doing illegal stuff, not selling drugs, you know, but I was just wild. He you know wasn't I mean? selling drugs, Will. Well, I never I'm saying uh -huh. the, the, actions, the actions that I did seven years ago, I can't be arrested for it right now. Right. So, um, <laughs> but it's just you know statute of limitations. Yeah, yeah, but you know the things that I was doing, you know, it wasn't. Anything you did, I'm you proud just had of. a lot going on. I, I was finding myself. I got you. You know, yeah, and that's why I say you never know what someone else is going through. But so. the, actually, the same thing for me. Finding myself because I was angry at the world for no reason. My my parents had just cut me off. My dad said he wasn't gonna help me in college. You know, I'm I'm a 19 year old that does not know what to do with his life. I'm broke and I just felt like you know people on me for no reason. So, he was finding himself. Yeah, you know, and so, sometimes at that age, you just especially at that age, you you you're moving your mouth off. Oh, the definitely. Breast, Ooh, and that's way why it's too like, much. It's hard for me to even get on like the generation under us just because they all they know is like we kind of know of an era before the social media and before the internet yeah so where you know you could kind of hash things out or talk. stuff like that before it everybody sees it it's like now these kids today all they know is like internet internet yeah internet, but that so. that's where like you just said and hopefully you help change people's lives don't make it hard. Don't look at it as it's hard. Just talk to them. Oh, yeah. Like, anybody I know, like, personally that's younger, I, you know what I'm saying, try to be kind of like, I don't want to say a role model, but somebody they feel like don't they can talk model. to. Don't be a role model. Be of service. Right. Like, to, I always to, try to be. To the youth. You know what I mean? I always why? try to be somebody they can. Be something that yeah. you wish you had for you. True. Right. Be I don't, I don't a try, resource. I don't try be to resource. be chewy to young adults. I try to be me. I have flaws. I'm imperfect. I'm not going to 
do everything, but you have to be a reason for them because when I walk into these schools, it's funny. Their teachers could spend all day telling them to do something, and they won't do it. They'll, they'll be defiant because that's what we do. We're right. young. We're, we're, we're immature at certain ages, so we got to be defiant of our people that's leading us. But when someone like me walks into school that they may look up to or know of or have value. You got, you got that cool factor. I could just be like, yo, man, chill out, and they chilling. So you got to just, and I don't mean you in particular. I'm just saying, like, we need more people doing stuff like that because if not, we don't make us no different from the generation before us. Oh, I got you. True, man. We got we to gotta grow, and when I say we, minorities, whether you're black, Hispanic, and, and even Asians, we got to do a better job for us because this world's not set up for us to win. Do you know it's easier for a white person? And I don't mean to sound racist or anything, but it's easier for a white person to get a $100,000 loan than a minority. Unless, oh, no, that's right. unless, unless, unless you're here on a visa. You know, a person that comes to the United States with a visa is more susceptible to get a $100,000 loan than... A minority yeah, that is a U.S. citizen. Well, that's okay, educate me. Why? That, like, you know, they come over and are able to set up those businesses. Yeah, that makes know. no not, sense not to me. Not only that, it's a tax write-off. Oh. It's called, it's called a written okay. it's a written tax write-off for people with a visa. That's why people with a visa are more susceptible also to get grants for their businesses. That makes perfectly good sense. Besides, okay. they want to keep you down. True. They want to keep you where where you're the consumer, not the supplier. True. Well, not to get off subject, but I mean that was a great lesson, though. I do appreciate it because, like I said, I would have never thought of that. But um, I think this is a good place to end this. You know, we've all talked about what our friendships really mean to us, our expectations, or none thereof. And um, I would just like to first off start to say that um, thank you, Will. For being my friend and co-host because our friendship has really blossomed into 11 episodes. Oh, yeah. yeah so, definitely. you know, we, we, you know, we got five Man, stars right now. we got now. like 13, Team. but two of them, you Why know. do you do this? Why? Why so do you do we this? We do have 13, though. Yeah, we do. We but, just got 11 but, but, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, why they got to know that? Why they got to know they that? Already they, know. they already know that, but why we got to keep bringing it back up? Go ahead, though. Shit That's sucks. just the kind of friend I, I am. God damn it. <laughs> and I appreciate the type of friend you are. But also, I appreciate Matthew for being the friend that he is because, like I said, a lot of people don't know. Me and Matthew have been through a lot. But um, if I were to say, man, we are we are very close. No, very, like, very good friends. Very good friends. Um, so... I, I consider him more like a adopted brother. You can let me know if I'm wrong, but I feel like since y'all started off having a disagreement and then became friends, mm -hmm. I feel like y'all are able to be but you more gotta honest remember, with each other. Man, like, and I'm going to be honest with you. I was very homophobic, you know, so I didn't, I didn't do well with what I thought people lived alternative lifestyles. When I first met Eric, he wasn't out the closet. I got you. You know what I mean? It wasn't until maybe about two years or a year and a half, maybe afterwards, that he was like, yo, I'm, I I live an alternative lifestyle. I'm okay with it. How and, old am I now? Huh? 28? No. Yeah. Six years now that I've been six out the closet. Years? You know yeah. what I mean? So that goes to show you that, you know, 
I was still trying to find myself and, you know, being an acceptance of it. And, you know, it just, I had a cousin named Sergio that passed away that lived with me. Yo, that was, that that my cousin became cool with. And I'll be like, man, why you cool with him, dog? You, you my family, bro. We don't right. rock like that. And it, it caused me, I never want to, I feel as though, and I never put it out there on myself like that, but... You know, my cousin, brief story before this is over, my cousin named Sergio, I met him. Funny story. I had just moved down here in 2006 again. I got a message in 2007 on MySpace. I had a strong MySpace page, probably about like 40,000, 50,000 people. I had a strong MySpace so I got a message from a dude, light skin, big lips, big eyebrows, and I'm like... That was a pretty boy, man. <laughs> you had to put that man. Because that's my cousin. That I, is your cousin. That's my cousin. Like, yeah. I, I love him. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, that's the way I looked at him. Like, right. man, you big lip bum. Who this? <laughs> and he wrote me and was like, yo, man, I'm your cousin. I'm like, I only, I only got four real <laughs> ones. Like, hold up. Asked my mom, and she was like, nah, that, that's your cousin. For real, for real. And he was at a place in Chicago. He was like, man, I want to get out of here. We wound up connecting being cool and majority of my real family i'm five years gap between both five years between up five years between I'm, down I'm the same so i'm way. by myself <laughs> I was you know what i mean i never had, had friends like that i was always the only child so um i was like hey you know uh come down to charlotte i'm going into my first year in college we get our own apartment we get two little ring a dink jobs. We got a job off of South Boulevard. He worked at TJ Maxx, and I worked at Home Depot. Word. And we, we were making it work, paying, like, I think $300 a pop for rent. So we was making it work at 18, 18 years old. And um, like I fast forward to the part where uh, I was in Johnston Wells at the time, and my cousin wasn't. He was just – he had just came down here, but he was seeking – and CPCC. I really thought he went here. I yeah, really he thought that man me. was a student. He was always with me. He would always yeah. stay on the campus because we didn't have a car. So if we came uptown, this was pre-light rail days of Charlotte. So when we would come Sheesh. uptown, if we didn't have a ride back home to the Sharon Lakes on the south side, we were stuck uptown. Yeah. Actually, so, shout outs to Mont for making shit yeah, Lamont, happen with bro. Mont, Mont used to be with us. Everybody. Yeah, Mont. Yeah. yeah, he's met oh, Mont okay. before. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. um we, we we gained friendships at that time at Johnson and Wells that, you know, showed us, you know, how we need to treat people. That's where I started looking at myself a little bit different. Um so my cousin became cool with him and a group of other people. And I was just like, man, no, nah, you my cousin. You moved out here for me. You ain't their friend. I don't fuck with them. I don't... Dang, that's my second curse word. I'm mad at myself. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't fool with them. And he was like, man, you got to change that mindset, dog. You, you... I'm like, man, you ain't, you on their side? You want to fight? And we got into a fight, like a fist fight, bro. And little did I know my cousin was a double black belt. <laughs> and he never fought back. Oh, okay. He never, he never, he's, he has so much self-discipline. He, could, he probably could have killed me if he really wanted to with a couple of moves of self-defense. And he was like, I don't fight family. I don't believe in that. And, and you you just got a bad way of thinking. So, you know, Eric and I, I was like, man, you got to go be cool with all that. Don't talk to me no more. My cousin winds up, move. my cousin says, yo, I'm moving out. I'm staying with another friend of mine because I don't like this energy right now, like, Maybe we'll be cool next month, but you got to get yourself together, man. You lost. And I was like, man, bro, you don't know nothing. Find that and forget you. I'll find someone else to be cool with. And um, 
about like two months later, he was like, yo, I'm moving back to Chicago. He wrote me a message on my sp- on Facebook, and the message just said, hey, man, I just wanted to let you know that I love you. I'm about to move back to Chicago. Um, I would like to see you before I leave because you're you the reason why I came down here, and I don't want no bad blood. You know, we're the only ones our age in our family, and this isn't the way that it's supposed to be like, but I need to go home and take care of my sisters. And um, I say... And on his move back, there was a karate tournament in Atlanta. And Atlanta has this very popular lake out there. It's like a water park out there. I've actually been there um, one time. And they have a water rides out there and everything. Oh, man. And uh, my cousin was never known again in the water. We would throw amazing pool parties, summer 2019. Throw amazing pool parties, house parties. We were 19, 18 years old. It's when Ciroc first just came I out. You, I got you. Okay? We had to go to South Carolina to get Ciroc because <laughs> North Carolina didn't sell it. So um, we we he goes down to Atlanta, and then all of a sudden he gets on a water ride, is on a slide, falls off the slide, his head hits the floor. He's unconscious, oh, and his and his face turned into a puddle, and he died from um, what's it called? Uh, water I, when water when water he drowned. Right, he okay. drowned from a puddle from being unconscious, and it was at that moment that I realized, you know, what I mean, number one, life is too short, and also. I need to do a better job. I need to look better at myself and treating everybody right. So I say that story to tell you that, you know, it was at that moment that the homophobic stuff, all that stuff left me. And it was like, okay, I need to learn more about the more about people and more about what I was raised. I was from a city called Newark, New Jersey. Like it was gang. We ain't do all of that. So, you know, when we looked at it, it was like, man, I don't rock with your con, but once I got past that, man, Eric is, Eric is one of the most amazing people you'll meet. He'll, I'll be like, man, I'm hungry. I ain't got no money on me right now. Man, what you want? Uh, I'm going to go get it for you. Or, or you need a phone charger? Here you go. I, I really need to leave, but I'll wait for you to get your phone at least to 15%. You know, or, or uh, you need to get in the studio, man, I got you. And wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning every time I call. You need a ride from the airport, I got you. And it wasn't. That, it, well, you know, bro, that was one time he called me at 2 a.m. Didn't show up until 4.15. My for ass real. was awake. I was like, God damn it, man. So, Knowing I my ass got to get up by 5 to be at this radio station. Even now, you know what I mean? I feel like a bad person because I kept him waiting for an hour and a half, maybe two hours, hour and 45. I looked at the clock. But, and didn't return my key. Um, you know, I, I feel as though. That's why I feel the way I do about friendships. I don't put a level of expectation out of nothing. I do what I do out of the kindness of my heart with nothing in return. Now, if something comes back, I appreciate it. I'm thankful. But if nothing comes back, I also understand because I've been on the other side where I can't give nothing back because I don't have nothing to give back. So, you know, I'm very understanding in it. And, you know, it's going to be like that for the rest of my life. Yeah, actually, um, with me, you'll always get it back. Yeah, I just want you to know. Right that. I know you don't I expect right it, but just know but me. Just know you're gonna get it back. Just know that I'm happy always. for you, bro. Appreciate I'm proud it. of you because he really wanted to be in radio. I didn't necessarily care. It kind of found me, and he he's making strides that I've seen his progression, his dedication. And one day he gotta make it big and be who he's destined. Oh yeah, to become, I, I've so. seen the grind. I, I so seen, you know, you know, what I mean, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for you that you guys are working on this and 
I'm happy to be a part of this. I'm very honored to be asked to be on this. So, you know, oh, kudos to y'all. We definitely appreciate you being here. Well, too. thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. And I'm out. Bet. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is a great note to end the Kelly Show podcast. Like I said, I go by the name of Eric Kelly II. You can find me on social media at The Kelly Show. That's T-H-E-K-E-L-L-E-Y-S-H-O-W. Dub I double. Fun double. fact. Fun fact. Here goes here goes a quick fun fact. I thought I was a good club dancer. Like I'll go to the club and dance at a club called Alley Cats back in the day. Oh, and, Alley uh, Cats used to be the yeah, shit. And, and I and I thought I was a good dancer. Like I was from Newark, New Jersey, so we played club music. It'd be like right. So I'd be like, oh, it's time off. for the percolator and all that right. stuff. And I was like the best dancer at the time. Then this dude named yeah, Eric, Eric me. comes out of nowhere and he's like the best dancer. And I'm like, oh, I want to fight him even more now. I told you. you. Know I mean? so that's a fun fact. But look look how God got a funny way of hey, growth. So, growth. You know, hey, Eric has that effect on pretty much anybody. Like if you see, if you hear some music playing and somebody else is dancing. He's a vibrant person. there. He's a, he's a vibrant person, oh, yeah, yeah. and he's definitely one of a kind. That's why I don't let nobody... They, certain people know you can't talk bad in front of me, and he's definitely on that list of you can't talk bad in front of me about him. So, you know, um, I hope one day that I blow up and people listen to this interview and they take to heat everything because this was probably one of the most realest interviews. Well, not interviews, but conversations Amen. that I've ever been a part of that is documented. Well, don't worry. When mm. I blow up, they damn sure will. Uh, so we going to get this. I'll be sooner than later, bro. Amen. Amen. But um, Dub by Double, where can they find you? She will for will. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Snap, all that. That's all I got. Bet. Matthew, yeah. where can they find you? Uh, you want me to cut my radio voice on for this one? Do you, Pippin? I'm honored. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Chewy. You need to follow me on the gram right now at I am Chewy Five. That's I A M Chewy C H E W Y. The number five. And if you DM me and tell me that you listen to this, I'm gonna follow you back. Yo. Yeah, that's the first five people. Okay, DM <laughs> now. First five people he following. Okay. Nah, I mean, I don't know. That's his business. This ain't radio, so y'all do what the fuck y'all want to do. But also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Kelly Show Pod, K-E-L-L-E-Y-S-H-O-W-P-O-D. Follow us there. Also, is that the same as our Gmail? Gmail? Is that it? It's the Kelly Show Pod. Yeah. Uh, just Kelly Show Pod. Like, there's no duh in front of it. So. Make sure you follow Kelly Show Pod right now. Like, not now, but right, right now. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the Gmail, though. But, I, honestly, I have to check, though. Okay. But, well, we're going to say that's the Gmail for right now. So you can just, definitely just hit the DMs. Right. And tell us what you want to talk about. Um, tell us how we're doing. Tell what us you if you want to be a guest. Amen. Uh, all of that. Don't send your news. Tell us if you don't like but, the interview and comment something funny. True that. But your news are safe with us. Your news are safe (laughs) with us. But yeah, man, we appreciate Matthew for coming through. Thank you all so much. And this is the Kelly Show Podcast. We out.